Rewinding. Rewinding Kaya FM on FM Rewind. My Money and Me with Sumitra Naidu on the home of the Afropolitan. According to a recent COVID-19 survey by the South African Depression and Anxiety Group, SADAC, almost 50% of South Africans report that financial stress and pressure are the reasons behind increased depression and anxiety levels. Now, some financial advisors say that this leads to poor financial decisions. So how can we all avoid making bad choices with our money, especially during these difficult times? Ernest Zamisa, a financial planner from Momentum, Financial Planning joins me this evening. Thank you so much for your time, Ernest. Thank you very much, Sumitra, and all the listeners that uh, are on your show. Thanks. So, Ernest, I mean, obviously it is a really tough time, and you would find that a lot of people are sitting back and saying, um, it's easy for you to talk about, but this is critical times in our lives. Some of us have lost our jobs. Some of us have lost half our salaries. Um, some of us are just not getting through this. How then do you talk a person through that and say, you know, at some stage it's going to be okay? Can you even say that? It's, it's absolutely, uh, we, we are traveling in uncharted territories at this moment, um, Sumitra. And it's understandable that people would be startled and would find themselves having difficulties in terms of managing their finances, especially um, with the strain that people had been going through prior to the COVID-19 lockdown. So this has also brought this on and and put a bit more strain on them. I think one of the things that we we just need to look at is is to go back to the basics. And and the the basic rule would be, uh, Sumitra, that uh, number one rule is you need to survive through mm. this. If, if, if you're going to survive uh, the, the, the COVID-19 um, virus itself, um, the next best thing to survive or essential thing to survive is the economical impact that it's having on families um, out there. So, so, how, so, yeah. so tell me, Ernest, how does one actually do that? I mean, how do you actually get to the point and say that, okay, what can we do to survive this? All right. So we, we need to just make sure that we get back into basics, which is make sure that your expenses um, go back to being bare minimal, right? Um, whatever you and, and I mean, I think the, the month that we had a lockdown and we weren't buying fast food was just a typical example where uh, we found ourselves with extra cash in our pocket. Mm-hmm. But for those, of course, who are facing a crucial um, circumstances such as um, retrenchment unemployment or not being paid or their salaries being, you know, obviously being being reduced due to this, it, it leads back to the same thing. Reduce your expenditures to back to bare minimum. Avoid in, in all circumstances um, to withdraw from your long-term savings for a short-term need. And that means do, do not sacrifice your long-term brand, uh, savings such as saving for a long-term, are we talking 10-year, 15-year type of um, savings that you had in mind for a short-term need, which is for the next few months, right? You can, we, we, we privilege that um, the investment companies and companies where people are investing have offered people an option to either pause um, their investment and just to survive this, this crucial stage so that people have cash flow with them and they're able to look after themselves while under this situation and um, avoid by all means or, or try to communicate 
with your debtors, um, whoever you're indebted with, and you find yourself that um, that it's, it's becoming unmanageable, please contact your financial institutions, either the banks or either your landlords or either your, your creditors that are out there and, and, and renegotiate terms in which you can make sure that you have sufficient cash flow to sustain you throughout this period. Afropolitans, if you've just joined us, I'm talking to Ernest Zamisa. He's a financial planner from Momentum Financial Planning. And we're talking about uh, the impact of COVID-19 on our financial um, state um, and how to actually avoid getting into um, a bigger mess than we're already in. And as I was saying earlier, that even, you know, the most thought out plans, even if you have plan A, B and C, you had that stored away. I think for many people, um, we just didn't see this coming. So even the best laid out plans are being mm. upset at this stage. Um, yes. Give us a call if you have any questions for Ernest. The number is 086-00-00959. If you have any questions on how you can do this, any questions for Ernest, please call us. Ernest, we're, you know, you were saying that, you know, speak to somebody. Um, I think this is key as well. And, you know, as I was driving in, I was listening to a news report as well that a lot of people left it um, too late. There were so many things yeah. on offer and a lot of people felt like, you know, they, they could stay away, they could manage this, but now they've realized that this lockdown is going on for longer. The situation with this virus is continuing. We don't know when we're going back to normal. Yeah. Um, and they haven't actually had that critical conversation with their financial institution. Yeah. So, you know, it's, it's, it's very true. And, and we are seeing this as well as, as advisors out there where we're getting um, surrender requests where people are surrendering um, their investments that they might have had in place. And some are trying to do cancellation as a last minute resort of um, trying to retain as, as much cash as possible. Hence, it, it's critical that you speak to somebody who, you know, who's financially astute. Well, that would be if you, that would be a financial advisor um, in, 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 for somebody who's, who's had a financial advisor. But if you haven't had, then contact somebody um, who's a financial advisor who would be well aware of the opportunities and the and the advantages that you can you you may have instead of just cancelling everything um, without thought. Um, we mentioned that speak to your creditors, but also with this in place, try to make sure that um, with, with your advisor, you build um, a, a plan that will still maintain your credibility, which means your credit worthiness um, for future purposes. So don't ruin your, your, mm-hmm. your, your, your status and your credit worth um, in this instance just because you are now facing this critical situation because everything can be negotiated. And, and what's beautiful about it and what I've noticed is the reception in which financial institutions, um, creditors, landlords, uh, everybody is willing to accommodate people who are going through um, this this, this um You know, you raise a really important point in that also, you know, don't don't get yourself into a situation. And also, I think we need to, as you say, speak to somebody that has that kind of understanding and depth when it comes to finances, because we also can't just take advantage of everything that's being made available to us because we may find ourselves in a situation worse than we're in right now. Absolutely true, um, because some of the things that are exposed to you may look like an opportunity, but it's, you know, uh, they've got conditions to them. 
and understanding those conditions and, and making an informed decision in this situation so that you don't just survive now, but you're able to survive even tomorrow. And I think this is, this is when you look at historical reference, um, and, and you would have to look at a period of millennia, which is about 300 years, we do find that there is a pandemic such as this that comes through and affects and destabilizes economies, societies, mm-hmm. and, and, and global, has a global impact. So it's, it's in as much as to us it's new because of, of, of the, the short time we've had it, we also need to understand that after this, there's life after this. So as you are going through this, prepare for the life after this so that it's easier and quicker for you to recover and you don't find yourself burdened with um, with more debt or you don't find yourself burdened with a situation where it's, it's un, un, unrecoverable. When we look at the psychological aspect of this, you know, we talk about the fact that, you know, we look at the survey, almost 50% of South Africans report that financial stress and pressure are the reasons behind increased depression and anxiety levels. I mean, we are in a, in a bind right now. A lot of us are trying to figure out how to move forward. But yeah. I mean, when you talk to that psychological aspect, I mean, how important is it just to sit down and draw up a plan or draw up a, a list of what's what's your budget like you know wh- what are you paying um just to understand where you are financially i mean how important is that for your uh, mental well-being especially during this time yeah it's absolutely uh, crucial Sumitra. um if if you look at it and i mean we with if you face other situations and, and you don't take generally this particular situation whatever you are willing to confront um you you immediately once you've been able to confront it in your mind it becomes easier to deal with it and sitting down with a financial advisor and going through some of your expenditures going through your current situation having a look at um the the uh, the, 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 the options you have available to be able to deal because if your credit is knocking and you've got um, debts mounting and, and your income is shrinking, it obviously creates an environment of uncertainty and ease and, mm. and obviously then it affects you psychologically as well. So to ease yourself out of it, you've got to work out a plan that um, so so that you can, you know, hold, hold whether I say hold the wolves at the door, just keep the wolves at the door. You know, have mm-hmm. a secure gate where you say, I've I've negotiated my terms with these people. I know where I stand with that. I know how I'm going to you know rework this particular situation and my approach with regards to this. And and then you'll start to see. And the other thing that is important is um, having cash flow available to you. And in, in this particular time, what I've noticed is um, that the clients that have got excess cash flow that uh, emergency fund that uh, that they saved on um their outlook is more optimistic and they they, they are more comfortable or chill so to speak and so the same thing what you would what we would want um for for most people is to say create the peace of mind if you survive in your mind you'll be able to survive this environment create the plan have somebody um, um, having the, uh, looking at the plan with you. Have somebody um, assisting you negotiating the terms of your financial plan with the relevant parties, and um, make sure that you've got sufficient cash flow for whatever may come. Okay, so you've sat down. You've 
looked at all of your finances, you have an idea of where you stuck, where you need to go, what needs to be done going forward. What then are the more rational ways to access cash quickly in a crisis? All right. Um, avoid uh, your, your creditors that obviously would charge you high interest. Um, there are short-term loans that are available with the banks. Um, and obviously, most importantly, look at the interest rate that's being charged on there. Um, avoid the, the pitfalls of um, creating another bad debt situation. Um, and look at what you're already exp- spending on from your budget. Um, there are things that you've had, and then this obviously would go into um, luxury accessories that you might have that are not necessities. I mean, if you look at mm. the whole country shut down and only opened up for essential services, I think your your the economy of your house house should be similar. Um, shut down anything else that's not. Um, uh, necessity, and you'll see uh, cash flow will start appearing from there, and and avoid creating bad debt. And in all circumstances, avoid going to anybody that's going to um, lock you into something that's going to tie you uh, into another noose for the future as you get out of this crisis, or sacrifice, or impede on your current financial status. It goes back to the whole thing around fine print. Um, And I think in this situation, ask as many questions as possible because, yes, this money could be made available to you, but, you know, you never know how it's being made available to you and at what cost. Um, You know, when you when you talk about look at the interest rate, I mean, these are really important things um, because you're getting a loan quickly. Um, yeah. And during this crisis, you may be in a hurry and short-sighted because you need this. But if you read the fine print, I mean, two, three, even six months down the line, you may find yourself owing maybe triple the amount that you actually borrowed. Absolutely. Um, if you look at some of the, um, I mean, if you take uh, the bonds um, and, and uh, obviously trying to stop a, a bond even for two months, three months, the interest impact on that over the long term, you, you could be paying for another five years um, on top of what you would have paid had you just continued to pay the bond. So it's, it's crucial that you find somebody that's uh, financially astute um, that could look into those finances. Um, but also it's crucial that instead of before you go out to go and borrow, um, try to look at where you can get cash flow from um, your own home. Then secondly, the next best option is to make sure that when you do go, go with institutions that are credible, that have um, relatively low interest rate, and that obviously speaks to your budget. You know, when you're talking about um, looking at, and you mentioned this a short while ago, that you know, you'd actually find that you have extra cash sitting there. Um, yeah. And and you know I was I was a, a part of an interesting discussion last week about you know people are so panicked right now um, because they're not receiving maybe a full salary or no salary at all or even if they are uh, receiving a salary they're very um, concerned about whether their job is still going to be there two months yeah. down the line but the problem is that they're not being rational enough to sit down and have a look at what's going on because you yeah. would find 
that the things that you would be doing on a normal basis, you're no longer doing. So yes, you are not going to the office, but you're still working at home, but you are not spending all of that money, for instance, traveling back and forth. And transport is in the top three expenses of all South Africans. Yeah. Um, you know, we we spent a substantial amount on transport. And if you look at just saving that, um that 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 could be the extra cash that's lying right there in front of you without you even going out to a financial institution. Absolutely. Um as as I mentioned earlier from you know, the encounter with clients in mm. my experience if they've mentioned that some of them you know um, suddenly I've got extra cash mm. <laughs> you know and, and it just comes from not entertaining they're not uh, consuming on entertainment they're not consuming on, on transport they're not. so with that cash don't use it um, keep it to keep that let that be a loan to yourself and let it create that financial buffer um, for any other emergencies that that may arise that are unexpected, and um, and and if we trust that you know it, it it will be sufficient for 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 the for the period that the lockdown is going to be at. Now the lockdown is is it's just this initial phase. I think the second concern is after the lockdown, um, when we all need that the economy needs to be uh, rebooted, and everybody now needs to have activity, and that's where you're going to see um, the, the the necessity of having capital available for you either to do business as a businessman or mm-hmm. for you as as an individual to be able to then uh, meet your repayments arrangements that you have made throughout this period. If anything, Ernest, I mean, what are some of the things that we need to put in place now to avoid um, any similar situation like this? I mean, some of us are feeling like, you know, this is still so surreal. And some of us are feeling like we're never going to see this again. I mean, I don't think it's ever going to be this bad, but you never know what's waiting down the line. So if there's anything to prepare, what? how can we prepare to make sure that we never find ourselves so um, tightly strung um, if a crisis comes our way? Sumitra, I think it, it always goes back to preparation. And, and, and I agree, you know, and you're asking what, what is there to prepare. But I think that the most crucial thing is to look at uh, the psychological preparation or your faith. Um, you know, the, the hope that we, you are going to come out of this well, the hope that uh, things are going to work out, and to make sure that there are resources available for that, which is make sure that there is an emergency fund, make sure that you don't lose a, a, a residence or place um, where you are staying, either whether, whether you, you have uh, acquired it, um, or either you have you, you are renting out just just those basic things to make sure that your lifestyle is in such a way um, that when, when when there's so much uncertainty but there are certain things which are certain which are guaranteed in your life um, I've got a home to go to at this point um, I've got some income coming in I've got in, uh, cash that's available for emergency fund yes I've reduced other expenditures to make sure that it, it keeps accumulating um, to, to to my to, to my budget so that I can manage anything else that might um, come after this. The core, core thing that you need to look at is survival. Even if, mm. even uh, globally, as, as we look at different countries and how they're managing, they had a shutdown and a lockdown of everything else. 
um, and they made sure that they have a budget available, you know, um, that's going to be sub- supplying people within the country. Similarly, your home economy, do the same thing. Lock down anything else, um, try to reduce as, as, as significantly a significant portion of your money going out and try to keep it in. Make sure that um, <clears throat> you sustain the relationship you have existing for where, you know, where you which you're going to need after um, the lockdown and create that peace of mind for yourself for, because if, if you are in a state of panic you are not able to think um, logically mm. and creatively to get out of the situation and speak to somebody who is impartial to, to your situation um, but can emphasize can, can, can be empath- empathetic so that will be a financial advisor who will then have a look at um, the, the, the numbers and look at some of the things that you might find yourself having um, emotional attachment to but are not necessarily your basic necessities and let them guide you through it so that they can create a situation where there's sustainability um, for yeah. you throughout this period. I think those are key words. I mean, it's so important just to keep up your mental wellness at the stage. You don't want to get into a stage where you are getting depressed, whether where you are um, having more anxiety. I mean, you could have a family and you don't want to actually um, you know, yeah. put this on them. So it's really important to get a handle on your finances, whatever they look like right now. Just get a handle on them um, in order to keep yourself sane and to take care of your family going forward. Ernest, we're going to have to leave you there. Thank you so much for your time this evening. Ernest Amisa is a financial planner with Momentum. My Money and Me with Sumitra Naidu on the home of the Avropolitan. Rewinding, Rewinding Kaya FM on FM Rewind. Visit kayafm.co.za for more.